Hey, Hawk family community. I'm so grateful for you for tuning in, whether that's on the article or that's on the YouTube channel or even on our podcast. Now, like I always say, I'm not better than you. I'm learning with you. And this week, topic and research and study and learning with you is all about the protein. How much should we be consuming, you know? Because a lot of you have asked me the question. I didn't know the answer, so I did my research. I asked some people, and here are some things that I actually put together. I'll be using my computer as an assistant to make sure that I touch on each basic and understanding through this podcast and through this video or this article that if you're watching it, what you're going to be seeing is one, we're going to talk about what, how to calculate the amount of protein that you want to and need to consume. And then the second thing we'll talk about is the type of food that you can consume to achieve that amount of protein. And then the last thing is the different types of protein powders that you can choose from in order to make sure that you have the proper amount of protein for your specific dietary needs and goal. So I'm really excited to get into this because I got to learn a lot. Because like I tell you guys, I am not smarter or better than you guys. I'm learning with you. And this was a great topic for me personally to learn as well. Because as you guys know, I'm training as a baseball player. I'm coaching. And not only that, but I want to give you guys as much value and added value to you so that you can take this along with you moving forward. So let's get into what a protein is because there's a lot of misconceptions that protein is just for muscle. When in fact, if you look at the definition of what protein is, any of a class of nitrogen organic compound that consists of large molecule composed of one or more long chains of amino acid and are essential part of all living organisms, especially as structural components of body tissues such as your skin, muscle, hair, collagen, and etc. as enzymes and antibodies as well. So as you can see, it's not just about the muscle, it's actually about your skin, your hair, overall organ health as well. So you got to make sure that you're consuming the proper amount. So let's get into how do you know how much to consume? What is the amount that you need to consume? Because I thought before this whole research and study, I thought that you were supposed to eat the same amount that you weigh. Now, this was uh, told me by players and coaches and parents and stuff in the past. So I, I believe them. But after doing my research and really looking into how much should we be consuming and need to consume, uh, this is what I found out. The amount of protein is based on the individual. So it's person to person basis. So it's not just a general thing. Now it will be based on two things. One, your body weight. Okay. And then the second thing would be your physical activity. When you factor these two things together, you're going to be able to make sure that you have the proper amount of protein that you need so that you do not start to get unhealthy. So now there's a calculation that you're going to actually want to do when you're doing this. Now, what it is, is that the first thing you want to factor in is your body weight. So the first thing is body weight. And what you're going to do is measure what your weight is. 
Now, the reason why you're gonna do this is because when you check your body weight, this will be multiplied by 0.40 because it's gonna be 40% of your body. This is to keep the basic essential amount of protein into your body. And so if you're, let's say for example, someone who is 140 pounds, okay? If you multiply 140 by 0.4, that equals 56. Now, when you take that 56, what you turn it into is 56 grams of protein. That's the amount of grams of protein that you're gonna want to consume. That is just so that you can maintain the mu muscle and body health that you currently have with the tissues and the skin and your organs, that, that protein is replacing what is going on in your body. Because no matter what, if you're being physical, if you're working out, training, no matter what, if you're sitting down, laying down, sleeping, you're always burning calories and you're always creating new cells. And so as a result, you have to make sure that you have that total amount that you're consuming each and every single day to maintain what you already have. So now we know how to maintain it, but let's say you're someone who's wanting to get more physically active. You want to gain muscle, or maybe you want to maintain and grow the muscles as you continue onto your path of working out and training. When you are physically active, what you want to do is actually now increase from 40% to 60 through 80%, which means that you're going to multiply it by 0.6 to 0.8. So you can do 0 0.6, 0 0.7, 0 0.75, 0 0.8 times your body weight. So this is what's going to happen when you do this is that you're going to be able to do your training, work out, ooh, yeah, and then when you're done, you're gonna consume that amount of grams of protein in order to maintain the body weight and then to repair what you have been tearing and stretching and pushing. So when you do that, you're maintaining and progressing your muscle now and your, your overall health as well. So when it comes down to, let's say you wanna bulk up, like you wanna get bigger, you wanna get stronger, that you're gonna to wanna to do between 80 to 120% of your body weight per pound. So you will have the amount of protein needed to maintain, repair, and build. But please advise, please, please, for the love of God, please advise that there is such thing as eating too much protein, consuming too much protein, because when you consume too much protein, what happens is you create an amount of acid that's in your body. The second thing that's gonna happen is that you're gonna create some minor issues with your health. And here are the three signs of when you're eating or consuming too much protein. The first one is that your breath starts to smell bad. Yeah. Even if you're brushing your teeth, it's still gonna smell bad because of the amino acid that's being created and in the protein that you're consuming. The second thing is being aware of 
if you're feeling constipated, which means that if you're struggling to go number two, you're struggling to take a poop. And so be aware of that. And then the last thing is that you have a continuous feeling of dehydration. You're, you're constantly feeling like you aren't having enough water no matter how much you're drinking. So these are the three minor things. Remember, your breath starts to smell really bad. The second thing is you feel constipated. The third thing is that you feel continuously dehydrated. Now, these three things together indicate that you're consuming too much protein. So please advise and be aware of that. Now that we know the amount of protein that you want to, depending on your dietary needs or the amount of activities that you're doing, let's move on to the actual way of consuming. How can we consume this much protein? You know, if I'm I'm 200 pounds, let's say, and I need I want to do 100% of my body. That means that I need 200 grams of protein. That's a lot of protein. And so, in order to consume that, there's two major simple ways that many people do it. Well, three, sorry, I should say. One is through plants. Second is through food. Third is through protein powders that are created by our company. So, when I go through this, I want you to be aware that the food association and the science, what they do is they base the amount of protein on a product or, or type of food based on four ounces. So this is how I'm going to explain it to you. I'm going to give you three of the top uh, protein food from each place, uh, three different categories. And with that, be aware that it is four ounces that I'm explaining to you. So the, I'm gonna explain to you the amount of protein and calories. So there are many different types of food and great protein that you can do. If you're a fish person, you're gonna love having yellowtail because yellowtail has 34 grams of protein and 212 calories, which is not a whole lot of calories in comparison to the amount of protein that you're really getting out of that. And Oshrevy uh, is also another great 52 grams of protein and has 378 calories per four ounces. And the last one I would say, usually a lot of people love to do the trout or they like to do the bluefish. Those two are just roughly 30 grams of protein and they're... Um, Trout is 215 grams of calories, and then bluefish is 180 calories. So you have to consider those things and to factor if you're someone who's focused on your calories intake, then that you will probably want to go more with the trout because it has less calories. I mean, sorry, the bluefish because it has less calories. And so those are the fishes. Let's move on to the steak, which I love. I love steak. Now, when it comes to the T-bone steak, the four ounce of T-bone steak is 27 grams of protein, 280 calories. That's a lot. And when you go to the tenderloin steak, which is what most people consume, that's going to be 20 grams of protein, 107 calories. Now, the one that a lot of people with, you know, with tacos and burgers and uh, so many other types of hamburger helper, uh, the it's gonna be the ground uh, beef, 
which is roughly around 27 to 28 grams of protein. And this is all based on the four ounce and standard, standard uh, food product. What I mean by that is there's organic, there's, you know, different types of uh, grass fed, organic, and then there's also the, um, what you can factor in too, is the, for steak specifically, you can factor in the amount of fat that's in it. So there's different types of leanness to the protein. So you can factor that in because the more lean it is, the more protein uh, nutrition that you'll get out of it. So please be advised about that. And that's the last thing too, is just be aware of the amount of fat that you're consuming from it. They're good fat and bad fat. When you consume too much, it can be too much for your body. So just be aware of that. The third category I'm going to speak about is the eggs. Eggs have a tremendous high amount of protein considering the um, factor is that one single egg, one egg has six grams of protein and it's 70 calories per one egg. Now that's pretty phenomenal. Now when you go into, let's say you want to make sure that you don't raise your cholesterol, which by the way, cholesterol is actually a healthy thing from the eggs if you go up to three once you go beyond two to three it can be a little tricky so you got to pay attention to that for me personally i do three egg whole eggs in the morning with an additional amount of three egg whites so i take out the yolk and i put the egg whites i put three more because egg whites by themselves have four grams of protein and it's 17 calories per egg white so in the morning i literally have 30 grams of protein just based on my eggs so you can imagine that's pretty good out of my one of four meals that i usually have a day that is a lot of protein and great source of protein it's healthy i got the healthy cholesterol i have the healthy amount of protein that i need and so you can imagine that is really good so Regardless of how you cook it, by the way, too, you're going to get that amount of protein consumption. You just have to factor in the amount of calories when you are making it with something else. So please advise when you add oil, when you add butter or anything to it, that's definitely going to add you know, calories and fat to it. So please be advised of that and aware of that. So now let's talk about you know white poultry, which is basically chicken, turkey. Now, when it comes to the debate about should you eat, need to eat turkey or, or chicken, turkey and chicken have about the same amount of protein uh, value, but the difference between turkey and chicken is that turkey has a lower amount of fat, so typically you're going to get a little bit more protein out of it. But a lot of people like the chicken because it has the fat, and you can get a lot of flavor out of it. So it depends on you. Are you more about, hey, I just need to get the healthiest thing in my body, so I'll do the turkey? Or is it more like, hey, I wanna have healthy food, but also be able to enjoy it with some flavor, then that's gonna be more leaning towards the chicken. So the chicken thigh, just the chicken thigh, one single uh, chicken thigh for a total of four ounces, you're gonna get 18 grams of protein and 188 calories. Most people will go with the uh, chicken breast, which is 23 grams of protein, 110 calories. With the turkey breast though, it's 19 grams of protein and it's 116 calories. Now, when it comes to the turkey breast, it's a little bit less, 
when it comes down to uh, the amount of protein, but it also has less fat. So there's a lot of benefits in that aspect. That's why many people will go with the turkey in the long run most of the time. So if you do ground turkey or chicken for like tacos and stuff, you're gonna do about 28 grams of protein because you're taking out and eliminating the fat. So just be aware of that. And so now let's go into the plant uh, item. If you're uh, someone who's a vegan or you're someone who's looking into maybe adding some additional protein in some way added to the uh, you know the other uh, product that you're eating. So the plant is uh, definitely varies. The biggest and highest amount of protein is from beans. Beans has 19 grams of protein every four ounces. It's 312 calories as well. If you are looking into lentils, lentils have nine grams of protein and it's 110 calories. And then uh, if you go into a peanut, peanuts have 28 grams of protein for every four ounce. It's 667 calories because of the oil and the fat that's in that. Um, if you do a sandwich, Usually a sandwich is going to be roughly around, I would say, one and a half to two uh, ounces. So you want to look into that because that's definitely, okay, 14 grams of protein from a peanut butter sandwich. That's pretty good amount of protein. And personally, I do two uh, every single time. So then basically I'm getting four grams. So I'm getting 28 grams of protein from my sandwiches. And so just be... Uh, aware that you know peanuts and nuts they have a lot of protein in it so be uh, cautious about that too because they do have a lot of fat and calories in it if you're focusing on your calories so now now that you have like known the types of food that you can consume to get the proper amount of protein that you want let's get into the protein powder because there's so many different types of protein powder that you're gonna want to consider based on your specific you know, schedule, dietary needs, and what you want to focus on. Are you focusing on bulking up? Are you focusing on leaning up? Are you focusing on bulking? So you wanna look at these different options. And also if you're someone who's a plant-based or if you want more of you know, the uh, dairy product or maybe non-dairy, you will hear the uh, the next couple of actual products. So let's get into it. So the collagen is does not contain meaningful amount of amino acid, uh, trifon and methanol, which makes it a low grade type of protein. However, it's one of those products that many people will consider because it has a lot of the protein that's in it. So it's not necessarily a great grade of protein meaning let's say we're comparing you know a, a top soling with you know a new york steak obviously top soling is gonna definitely be the new york steak because the top soling is a much higher protein uh grade and so that's what i'm talking about when i'm, I'm speaking about this so the second uh, type of protein powder is brown rice protein concentrated. This is a plant-based protein that is popular in dietary needs such as ve vegetarian and dairy-free individuals. So please advise that. And then which makes it a low-grade type of protein though, 
although it may have a low graded protein product, it, it does serve to support and help those who need the protein intake with their specific dietary needs for, you know, dairy free and um, no um, vegetarian, basically. So the third one that we're going to get into is the egg protein powder. This is made from dried egg whites and then which is the same process that dairy companies use to make like powder milk products you know and so when they make those uh protein they make the powder milk product they turned it now into a protein which is the egg protein powder has high grade of protein quality however many people have a hard time drinking it because it's very thick it has a very thick um, reaction to when you add water or milk to it. It gets very thick and it's hard for some people to swallow and consume it and be happy with it. So be aware of that. If you're someone who wants it to be very smooth and thin, then this is not the product that you're going to want to uh think about because it's definitely really thick. I had it before and my goodness, it was so hard to like force myself to drink it because I needed the protein, of course, but I didn't realize how thick it was going to be. And I added more water because I just wanted to drink it down and it just was too much. So just be aware of that. But some people, it doesn't matter. They're cool with it. Um, some people use it though for like when they're making the shakes with bananas and like strawberries and when they're actually making those types of shakes and they're actually wanting to you know drink it out of a straw and enjoy it like that this would be that type of protein that you do want to consider because it does have a lot of high quality protein in it so the next one is going to be the hemp protein hemp protein powder comes from hemp seed and was made from for vegan. It's specifically made for vegan. This is very low grade of protein quality and has less protein per serving too. This is the kind of protein uh, that has more carbohydrate and fat too. So this could be a concern for some people because they don't want the carbohydrates and the fat because they are uh, carb loading or they're not doing any carb which is not ideal for athletes and individuals looking for building muscle because you're adding a lot of fat uh, opportunities to happen. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend the hemp protein for athletes and individuals looking to build muscle. If you're someone that's just wanting to maintain your muscle and you have a vegan option, this is definitely it for you. The next one is going to be the milk protein isolate. This is the combination of both whey and casein protein. Now, this is very high protein quality. However, because of the casein part of the protein, it is recommended that you drink it while you go to sleep because when you're, you want to, because it takes longer for your body to consume it. The casein makes it to where the body has to process it and break it down a lot more resulting to the recommendation of drinking it at night when you're sleeping it's breaking it down and building your muscles so this uh milk protein isolate is definitely recommended if you're an athlete wanting to drink something before you go to bed 
this is it because it, this is ideal for athletes and individuals looking to bulk up, but is not one to drink right after physical activity. So this is not one that you're going to want to drink right after you finish your workout, which is recommended by a lot of people to drink your protein shake within 15 minutes of your activity and workout and strength training, whatever you're doing. But when you get the milk protein isolate, do not do that because it will not benefit you in any way because it takes a long time for your body to consume it. The whole goal of consuming a protein shake right after within 15 minutes is to consume it in that moment. So if you don't uh, get that, if you get this product, you're not going to be able to maximize that result. So please advise that. Now this next one is going to be pea protein powder. Pea protein powder. This is a concentrated peas made into a protein powder, which is a very complex process to make. They are dried peas, remove the outer fiber base layer, it's milled, and then separate the protein from the carbohydrate. And lastly, in an isoelectric precipitation method, and it will basically isolate the protein. Pea uh, protein powder is a medium grade quality and has a fair amount of protein contained in them. This kind of product is best for vegan individuals. So please, if you're a vegan individual and you want to get that amount of protein, pea protein powder is your option. That's another option for you. Let's go into skim milk protein powder. This is a dairy-based protein powder that is casein protein, which makes it a type of protein that you will <laughs> take a longer time uh, for our bodies to consume. This is a highly recommended uh, for athletes and bodybuilders to drink before they go to bed because it has a higher amount of the uh, protein grade. And then these types of protein powder products are high grade protein quality. So if you are comparing skim milk protein powder versus the, the uh, what was the other one? The other one was the, the milk protein isolate. So the milk protein isolate does, it's not as high grade of a quality as skim milk protein powder. So be aware of that. So if you are, but, but I must say, Usually skim milk protein powder, they're usually more expensive because they have higher grade of, of the protein. But if you're looking for that second kind of best, go for the milk uh, protein isolate. Okay, so just if you're on a budget, go for that. Now, the next one is soy protein isolate. This is plant-based protein and it has the most amount of protein per serving and is a medium grade protein quality. If you are someone who's wanting to consume plant-based protein powder, this is the one because it will have a higher amount of protein and it has a per serving. Although it is a medium grade protein quality, it, among the vegan and dairy-free product, this is the product that has the most amount of protein per serving. So please advise that, especially if you're someone who's wanting to get a lot of protein within a amount of serving. 
this soy protein isolate is the way to go. If you're a vegan, if you're di dairy free, or you're wanting to be more of a, um, and to the spectrum of a dietary need, this is it because this will definitely help you. Now, the next one, which is the most common, is whey isolate protein powder. Whey isolate is a milk-based product which goes through a isolate process which makes sure it contains the high amount of protein and less amount of fat and carbohydrate than any other base product in the market because it goes through this process and it is considered to have a highest amount of protein per serving so now we're talking about a product that is you know if you're someone who doesn't have a dietary specific need the whey isolate is the biggest and well-known and also highest amount of protein per serving and has a high grade protein quality too. Whey is one of the most commonly one that most people will get, but this type, specific type, which is whey isolate, this one is gonna be more expensive. So if you're looking for a little bit more affordable, then you're gonna go with the whey protein powder. So it's not isolate. It doesn't go through more processing to clean it, to get more protein value out of it. This is a milk-based type of protein and one of the most common types of protein powder in the market. It's one of the most commonly one. Every single company that produces and creates protein powder, they will most likely have a whey protein powder. Now, it is not a pure source of protein, so please be aware of that because this is the best type of protein powder to get to because it does not go through as much processing in order to make it as the whey isolate does. So usually whey protein powder, it's gonna go through less processing. So as a result, sometimes it can be a cleaner type of whey protein powder so just be aware of that and now that you guys know like the different type of protein powder now i'm sure you gotten to the point where you're like bored and i'm really sorry because i'm sure for me i'm i'm reading and i'm also making sure that i get this out and i wanted you to make sure that you know that you have option and that you know each and every single option available to best fit you because every single one of us is different. Every single one of us had different eating habits. Each and every single one of us had different development. But there, now that we know the different types of protein powder and at the end of the day, please know there is no right or wrong or best or worst type of protein powder because everyone is truly different. We're, we're all unique and we have our different dietary needs and we have our, you know, brands that we trust and they're just know that. So please, I am not gonna be advocating one over the other. I wanted to explicitly provide you the different types of options, what good and bad, the grade quality of them, the protein quality of them, and then give that to you to decide what you wanted to do from there. So personally though, personally I use the Orgain. The Orgain protein, I actually just got this the uh, yesterday and this is my favorite right now because this is actually a limited edition which is the Orgain chocolate 
fudge, peanut butter. Oh my God, it was so good. I drank it so fast. If you see my Instagram account at drexel.smith, you'll see on my story, I literally chugged this thing down because it was so good. And so I specifically go with Orgain protein because Orgain, it has been known to be cleaner. It has no artificial flavors. It has high protein quality. They have specific dietary needs. So if you have any specific dietary needs, they have so many different options for you. They have many different flavors as well. And for me, it's my favorite is the chocolate fudge and the chocolate fudge and peanut butter right now. Those are my two favorite. And um, I also have, I do the plant-based and I do the whey. So that way I have those two different options because they have different nutrition value as well. And the last thing that I love about Orgain is that they actually have adult and kids addition. This is great because when it comes to the safety of the kids, consuming too much powder and protein powder can actually lead to clogging even for adults. So I love the fact that they made some customized ones that are specifically for kids, both on the protein bar side and the protein powders. So I, uh, that's why I love them and why I drink it. And I've been drinking it for a while. And I actually have been able to now in the past year since I've been using them, I'm not going to say that specifically because of this product, I lost my 47 pounds, but I will say that it definitely gave me the tool and the ability to make sure that I had the proper amount of protein, enjoyed a drink, and not only that, but I had different flavors and options to choose from. So um, please know that I am not telling you that this is the only product and you have to drink this one um, and get this product. What I am saying is that this is the one that I go to and this is the product and the company that I believe in. In fact, I partnered with them and we, right now, if you go to the link below in the description, you'll get a link to Orgain. You'll go to the website and if you use the code Coach Drexel, you'll be able to not only get 30% off your first order, but you're going to get 30% off your whole order. It's not just for one specific product or anything. Get whatever you want, get what you need, and you get 30% off as a new customer. So go and check that out. If you decide not to buy it, cool, I don't care, but I highly recommend it. So go check that out. And like I said, it's not the only brand. It's not going to be like I, I really am telling you right now, if you like a different brand, cool. But at least now, I'm very happy to say that you know your option and you know the different types of protein powders, you know the different types of food that you can consume. I hope that this video, this podcast, and this article has helped you to learn with me because I got to learn a lot today and I got to learn a lot this past couple of weeks really looking in and digging into this. So thank you guys for asking the question. And if you have any other questions that you want me to cover, please, please do not be afraid to leave it in the comment sessions on YouTube or send me a link 
or DM me on Instagram at drexel.smith. Go and check those things out because at the end of the day, I am not better than you. I am learning with you. So let's dominate life and let's dominate on the baseball field together. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. I will see you next week for the next new topic of the week. Thank you. Subscribe on the podcast. Subscribe on the YouTube and check me out on Instagram at Drexel.Smith. Thank you and have a good one, you guys.